Welcome back to Coey's Questions, where we explore life and current events in a real person kind of way. The headline's a little what the mixed in. So glad you're all tuned in and hang out with us again this week. Hey, Jay. How are you? Not too bad. Enjoying this extremely hot weather. How are you? Fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till we release the blooper reel. <laughs> uh, so... Following the theme of, of the show this week, I caught something on, I think it was probably Facebook. I know, I know. Don't trust Facebook. Did you I, fact check? I did. I did. And it turns out it was actually real, which is even worse. So so the original thing that came out, right, was kind of way over the top. And it was about how a TED Talk was basically saying that pedophilia is an unchangeable sexual orientation, right? The whole Excuse thing. me, what? Yes, you heard that right. That there are people who like the opposite sex, people who like the same sex, people who like both, and some people who like children. Yeah, that's a disorder, not an orientation. Agreed, agreed. So they're talking, they were talking about the fact that there are people who are just apparently always drawn to children, but the difference between... Right, it's a disorder. Oh, agreed. Now, yeah, I was going to get to that. But yeah, yeah, no, that it is definitely listed as a disorder in the, what is that magical book? I just had the name. It has initials. But anyways, they were talking about the difference between like abusers and people who just deal with this is that people don't act on it. But if you search the interwebs, you can actually find that there are now companies that make child sex dolls. Excuse me, what? Oh, you heard that right. And the book, by the way, the fifth edition of the Diagnostic and Statistic Manual of Mental Disorder. It's in there. So, yeah. So if you go to the magical Googles, and we're going to go here and I'm going to blow your mind um, and probably have the FBI called. So here's the thing that shows up, right? The first thing that shows up if you Google this just to prove that they're real is i would maybe not google that would probably be the best thing for our listeners to not do yeah don't don't do this because i'm going to tell you what the first thing that pops up or my nsa friend will be friends with y'all too (laughs) hi fbi guy (laughs) come talk to me so the first thing that pops up is warning child sexual abuse imagery is illegal that is the first thing that pops up and has the cyber and disgusting disgusting too yeah oh absolutely but it basically goes on that there is a Apparently an uproar on Amazon. Now, again, the fact that there's all this stuff that is multiple things of child sex dolls is crazy. And the fact that it's... Who thought this was a good idea? uh, Apparently, from what I've gathered, and again, I'm not going to go into this because I'm not sitting at a a clinic and I don't want a history of researching pedophilia over my history. Hello, NSA friend. Yeah, my NSA friend and the FBI guys are like, oh, no. It's okay, guys. It's research. I'm not really looking for that stuff. Just I told you, I'm still yeah. convinced that I have a specific friend that's like, oh, my God, we got one. They use me for training purposes. And then they're like, nah, that's just Courtney. She's watching a weird movie or something. I hope you guys are getting paid over time. I can imagine what's on that browser history. They're entertained anyway. Or clawing their eyes out. Yeah, so anyways, back to this weird, like, 
trying to normalize the pedophilia thing is that the dolls are a good thing because if they're using the dolls to satisfy their urges, I guess that's the way you put it, that they're not harming actual children. Um, the flip side of the argument is that people are saying it's enabling them to normalize it, which will make right. Wouldn't that be them acting on those feelings that, that they supposedly are not supposed to be acting on? Yeah, yeah, but not acting on them on actual. But it doesn't children. matter. You're still acting on them now with children dolls instead yeah. of grown up yeah. dolls. Yeah, no, the whole. Thing and how is that not child pornography? I honestly have no idea. I, I don't know. Is weird and i don't know why it's becoming normal especially in the midst of like all the stuff with what do they call it, pedo island or whatever with all the rich elite people right and also what the fuck is wrong with you to think that that's a good idea that you want to make a little kid sex doll you're disgusting you need jesus you need something but to not only make it but then what is wrong with the person who said yeah that's a great plan let's fucking sell it no i can as a dad, yeah. No, As a um, human fucking being, you don't do that to little kids. Yeah, I don't understand how that's become normal at all. It's not normal. Whoever thinks it's normal, it's not normal. Seek help. There's something wrong with you. You need Jesus. Oh, I agree. But I think the problem with, with a lot of this stuff, of a new trend of people trying to normalize all this weird shit that 20 years ago have been like, no, you're just going to prison. We keep pushing the line a little more and a little more and a little more. And it's like, oh, no, this is normal now. And that's normal now. And this is okay. Like, and it's just one of those things, like everything going on in 2020 has just been like, oh, well, you're just going to wear a mask and live in a bubble for the next 70 years because this is a new normal. It's like, is it? Well, if it's for, if it's to keep people from getting sick, that's a whole lot different than right. No, no, no. I'm not saying that we have to wait for like. You did. You said we'll wear a mask and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm saying for like 70 years, like it's going to become a thing. Oh, it's not. You straight up flu. It did it after the Spanish flu because they wore masks then too. No, I'm just saying that things that normally people would fight against and say, hell no, never going to be normal are now becoming things that were like, well, it's kind of okay. Like think like 10, 15 years ago, if someone was like, I identify as a dog, you'd be like, you're batshit crazy. And now people are like, oh, look at that. You have an Instagram where you pretend to be a dog and you make $100,000. I don't pretend to be a dog. Bruno has his Instagram and he has pictures up on it. I don't pretend to be him. I was not calling you out. There are people, you know, and there's what furries I think they're called, right? I don't know if there's more subsex. That's a whole different subject for a whole other day. But I'm just saying it's something that's was definitely not probably talked about outside of, you know, dark alleys and things. And then now it's kind of like all over the place. And Jay, you give me a headache. I need a bottle of Advil, like, right here next to the microphone for this. All right, so now that we've kind of run our course with all the craziness of pedophilia and all that, what else do you want to rant about? Why are you going to put it like that? Like, I just rant about everything all the time. I'm not trying to make it sound like you rant all the time and say, no, we got that out of the way. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> That's exactly okay. what you said, though. <sighs> well, maybe you do rant a lot. Maybe. But there's nothing wrong with it. If somebody just is a ranter, there's nothing wrong with it. And you cannot be mad at them for ranting if you know that's who they are as a person. No, that's true. You've kind of always been a ranter a little bit. And you're right. 
It's nothing, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, just like I ask questions all the time. And anybody who has ever met me for five seconds or more knows I ask an ass ton of questions. It's just what I fucking do. So you can't get mad at me two or three years later because I asked too many questions. You cannot be mad at me for being who I am. And nobody else should be mad at somebody else for being exactly who they are either. <gasps> Did we just prove you're not mad at me for being me? I have evidence. No, I just proved that it's bullshit to get mad at me for asking too many questions. When I ask so many questions, we literally have a podcast about my questions. No, that's fair. So everyone on on, on the air tonight, or this morning, actually, it's probably morning time if you're watching. Whenever you're listening. Yeah, whenever you're listening. Hashtag defend Jay. Courtney just evidenced on the show. You can't be mad at people for being who they are. I think that's a hashtag defend Courtney on that one. I'm not coming after you for asking questions. I'm happy you ask questions. I love that you ask questions. Right up until I'm asking you all the questions, and then you're like, oh my God, that's annoying, and that stresses <sighs> me out. You know why it stresses you out? Because you don't have the answers, because you're not telling the truth. I've never said you're annoying. I can't think of any time I've ever said you're annoying. Well, trust me, I get it plenty. Plenty. From who? Not from me. People that clearly need to take a nap and reevaluate things. <laughs> hashtag take a nap <laughs> and be nice to me hashtag take a nap and be nice but seriously if you know who somebody is it's not fair to get mad at them for being who they are if you didn't know who they were they are little psycho wackadoo and then all of a sudden they act normal and then all of a sudden bam wackadoo yeah you can be mad at them for that but if they're like hi nice to meet you i ask and ask ton of questions i'm really sorry i'm gonna be very annoying sometimes but i just like to know things you can't get mad at them later for asking questions to know things well maybe you have to clarify is it an ass load or a fuck ton and is it a metric fuck ton questions it's less than 100. i don't even know where to go with that less than less than 100 questions a day less than no but you're absolutely right that's how you find shit out but if you just say, I'm going to the store. Okay, well, I'm trying to have a conversation. So what store are you going to? Well, what are you getting at the store? Like, why can't you just say, hey, I'm going to Target to get some cotton candy? Okay, cool. That's fun. But if you just say, I'm going to the store, what store are you going to? Of course it's Target. What did you want me to say? <laughs> I'm going to Target to get a bag of 2% bougie. Oh my God. I'm just saying, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking questions to continue a conversation. If you want to have a conversation with somebody, what am I supposed to be like? Oh, you're going to the store? Cool. And then the conversation ends. That's shitty. Unless I really need to go to the store. But no, you make a good point. It's okay to ask questions. Or just trying to talk to somebody too. Just like, oh, what are you doing? Nothing. Oh, you're literally doing nothing? So you're just staring at the ceiling? Why are you asking me so many questions? Because I fucking want to know what you're doing, jackass. I never sit around doing. Right, but if somebody says that, are you not going to be like, oh, you're doing nothing at all? Or if you're like, hey, are you busy? Why? I don't know, because I don't want to bug you? Why is it such an issue to ask a question? I don't know. I don't. Because I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I like to talk to people, too. So when people ask me questions like that, I usually give them like a five-minute answer. And Lord help me if I don't ask my questions. So if I don't ask my 52 trillion questions, then they're like, Courtney, are you mad at me? No. Are you sure you're not mad at me? Oh, look who asks questions a bunch now. I've been that person. <laughs> Courtney, I haven't heard from you in like three hours. Are you mad at me? You know, I know you are mad at me when I get... No. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> exactly. And if I'm short and one words when I'm angry, then naturally I'm going to think if somebody else is using one word with me, they're mad at me too. So I'm going to ask, hey, are you mad at me? No. Well, then what's going on? Nothing. Well, how come you're talking to me like this? Why do you have to ask so many questions? <laughs> Where's your badge? <laughs> because oh. I just want to know. Damn. Fuck me for giving a shit about you. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think it's shitty. Like, oh my God, I almost broke my chair trying to be like you. Damn. And it's not normal. And that is what made me want to talk about things that are just not normal that we normalize. Good point. And we'll come back to that after this week's WTF News of the Week. Oregon State University runs a study on narcissists. A recent study from Oregon State University shows that narcissists fail to learn from their mistakes because they believe they don't make any. Duh. I'm sure another study also shows that water is wet. This study, however, was published in the Journal of Management and consisted of variations of the same experiment with four different groups. The outcome showed narcissists don't feel like they need to do anything differently to get a different result because they just don't engage in self-critical thinking to help themselves grow. They aren't learning from their mistakes. Does it make Ohio State University a little bit narcissistic that they just study a narcissist to tell everyone how good they were about studies? Um, this was Oregon State, not Ohio State. Maybe any state university just has a little trouble humbling themselves. And by the way, there's a good argument to be made that water is not wet. Because technically, to be wet, you have to have water on it. But how could you be wet if you are water? Dum, dum, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But luckily, I don't need to engage in any self-critical thinking because I just know I'm smart. Do I need to get you <gasps> like some self-help, self-help books? For my <laughs> clearly abundant narcissism. I mean, I can link yeah, them in the yeah. show notes if anybody else wants to send them to you as well. <laughs> so, some therapist is going to chime in like, we need to talk. No, for the record, not a narcissist. Just joking. Um, but yeah, no, I, I saw something about this and I wish I had the, the article to link it to. That was talking about how they're trying to shift, not Wall Street, but it was like business culture because they're saying that a lot of the leaders there that are, you know, the very big charismatic, outgoing confident never wrong probably narcissist they're assholes oh yeah definitely assholes but they'll climb the ladder but they're not necessarily the best for the job that usually the best leaders are humble so they often get overlooked and it was kind of about how they were trying to change the culture to get those people to be in charge so they could actually have a business that treated people better and had more money for everybody Hmm. promotions in the mailroom Okay, and the state of California no longer considers buffalo wings a meal. While the governor of California is trying to establish the rules that allow bars to remain open during the pandemic, the state's alcoholic alcoholic and beverage control announced they do not constitute a meal among things that are snacks like pretzels and chips, appetizers or first courses like wings and cheese sticks, side dishes including salads, reheated, refrigerated, or frozen entrees, and desserts. So based off of that, one would assume that Olive Garden doesn't count as a meal either. I have so much to say on this. And I I, I guess I would start with, how are buffalo wings not a meal? You're literally eating probably a half pound to a pound of chicken 
So if buffalo wings aren't a meal, does that mean that if I ate chicken, it's no longer a meal? Because it's a really slippery slope. And now I get Call California and ask them. They'll probably text me for calling. Okay, bar pretzels and chips, like, okay, things that are labeled strictly as an appetizer, which are usually a smaller serving. I get that. Cheese sticks, okay, that's usually a side, not really a main course. But buffalo wings and fries, buffalo wings and something else has been like a staple of bar food. In fact, if you don't know about buffalo wobblings, there's an entire restaurant based around that as a meal. So hats off to you, California, for alienating an entire franchise that literally has been based on a food that you don't call that. And uh, Olive Garden, sorry. I'm just <laughs> saying, if we're saying reheated food doesn't count as food, <laughs> Olive Garden's out. They make that in the bag fresh just for you. Yeah, they do. They put it right in the microwave and push go. Ouch. Well, if someone has some Olive Garden insider info, let's, let's hear it. Buffalo wings, the mix of wings and drumsticks, should definitely be a meal. Or make it even more funny, since wings don't count. Make them all drums. Like, that's a meal now. Nobody wants to eat all drums. Nobody. Flats only, please and thank you. Flats? Is that what you call them? We're not eating stilettos here. Yes, no, flats. There's drums and flats. They're called wings. The whole thing is a wing. Um, so you're saying... Um, nothing. That's what they're little, called. They're the called flats. Two bones you tear apart to eat all the succulent. That's, that's a, a flat. flat. Yes, and that's the best. They don't part. refer to that as the wing. I know they cut the tip of the wing. The whole thing is the wing. Uh, this is not a hard concept. And, and fitting the show notes, things that are being normalized that shouldn't be, like a flat is. A flat is the good wings. Okay, who who eats buffalo flats? All right, let's let's get that off. This there. girl. Who eats flats? You eat buffalo wings. The flats. You go, to, you go to Buffalo Wild Wings to eat some wings, or maybe Applebee's to eat some wings. I don't, you don't like, go to hey, Applebee's for anything. Hey, what's up, Applebee's? Oh, I'm sorry. You go to Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever. Yeah, all flats, like please. And they're like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> it's a thing. I didn't just make this shit up. I've never heard of that term until just now. Well, you've never worked in a restaurant, have you? No. Nope, can't say I have. Anyways. Just saying. <laughs> <clears throat> the major topic of the week. I really need those air horns. All right, ladies, turn your volume up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, one day when there's a blooper reel out, I'm going to sound like such an ass. <laughs> just when we have a blooper reel. <laughs> Hashtag defend Jay. All right, so these are things that are not normal and why we need to stop normalizing them. So we're going to start off cancel culture. We've hit on this one again, and guess what? It's going to keep being a nuisance, and it's probably going to keep making the show. So officially, the removal of support for public figures in response to the objectionable behavior or opinions. It can include boycotts or refusal to promote their work. Okay. Well, look, we all know how I feel about cancel culture. But if you're going by that official statement, if you go by that official definition or whatever it is, who decides that their behavior or opinions are objectionable? Abominable? So I'm going to go with it's the court of public opinion. And lately that has been very 
offended and easily triggered people because it's a lot of these things people went out of their way to find it seems and then got mad that someone said something in 1972 and they got canceled <laughs> i wasn't even alive in 1972 you weren't but we'll go back and find something your parents or grandparents find something had. somebody said one time that made me mad yeah that's in your dna cancel coast questions no. canceled oh i hate it uh. absolutely not mm. and i do not okay i know that we've talked about it but why do we not allow people to grow and learn instead of just ostracizing them? Why can't I talk today? I don't know. I do declare. You're having a little trouble talking today. Anyways, um, <laughs> I think it goes back to the whole I'm easily offended thing. People have stopped debating things, if that makes sense. Like, there's no, like, I don't like this thing you're doing. Let's talk about why I don't like it, and if there's a way that we can meet in the middle in a way that we both get something that we want or that I can find a solution to not be around when you're doing that so I'm not upset by it. Now it's, you offended me. You need to stop doing that because I said. Okay, well, there are a thousand people. That's obnoxious. But it's it's true. It's how it's happening. Like I understand that that's how it's happening, but that's not normal. It's obnoxious. You need to respect the fact that other people have differing opinions. Uh, no, you need to agree with me or shut up. That's well, that I... takes a whole lot away from all the freedoms that this country supposedly has, right? If you only be freedom, if you agree with that person. Uh, it's only freedom if it's my first amendment, right? If it's you, you're just offending me. It's probably hate crime. And Hashtag that's fucking change. obnoxious. It is. It's super obnoxious. But we keep doing it. And no, it we don't keep doing it. We need to stop doing shit like that. Not we keep doing it. We need to put a stop to it. Each individual person needs to stop saying, hey, you're canceled. This party's over. Whatever the hell Twitter says. Twitter does that like 18 different canceled things a day. I don't even know. I can't follow. I'm still not good at Twitter, y'all. But stop saying this, whatever it is, party is over. And I'll just talk about how this person is terrible or this company is terrible or this is terrible or that is terrible. Just stop. Oh, my God. You know, you should start. You should start canceling the people who are canceling. Right. Cancel, cancel culture. I think that needs to go into our merch. We're going to make a shirt that says cancel, cancel culture. That just happened. It'll be up as soon as I our merch it. page is up at the end of the month. I'll model it. And if you're on the interwebs, I'll finally put a picture up with that shirt on. With cancel, cancel culture and a mug. We need a mug too. Oh, I can drink me some coffee. Maybe a little Irish, whatever. Those will be on our merch page as soon as our merch page is fully up. I need to get a shirt that says, this is the merch page, and I'm going to wear it on the merch page, and you're going to stare at it for 20 minutes wondering whether or not I'm actually wearing that shirt that says that, or if it was put on there in editing. I'm actually wearing a merch shirt. Lord, help us That's all. a secret. <clears throat> but I, honestly, though, seriously, is cancel culture just a nice way to say the opinion police? Absolutely. In fact, it's well, not even a you nice what. way to say it. It's probably worse. The opinion police party is over, or however Twitter says it. The opinion police is over party. Hashtag you <sighs> suck. Hashtag stop being a douche. Defund the opinion police. Oh my God, we got it. Can we do a defund the opinion police on our merch page too? We totally should. I oh. mean, I'm making our merch so I can make it happen. I, I'll wear it. Oh, I'm going to model all this. <laughs> Just never, ever have a defund the opinion police banana hammock. Cause... 
No. <laughs> it's like, I'll model it for the show. Absolutely not. Well, hey, you know what? We'll just segue into this next piece, and you know what we'll do with the opinion police? We'll ghost them. Straight up ghost them. Ghosting is not nice. No, it's not, but neither are the opinion police. <laughs> also known as the... Hmm. Hmm. Cancel constables. <laughs> You're welcome. Hashtag that shit. Get on the internet. <laughs> Cancel Constable. Oh my god. That's another shirt. I want to wear it. (laughs) No one's going to get it. They don't listen to the show. Well, they're dead. So, (laughs) while we're ghosting the Cancel Constables, say that five times fast. You can't even say it one time slow. Ghosting Cancel Constables. Constables? I said Constable, didn't I? (laughs) Constable or Constable? A bit of an English accent, I guess. I don't know. Oh, Lord. Ghosting. Cancel. Constables. Anyway. Anyways, back to the show, folks. So, the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation, ending all communication, also known as the tender culture. Well, first of all, Hmm. it's douchey. Don't do it. Second... Why in the hell did one person allow this to be considered normal, let alone society as a whole? Tinder? So I'm going to guess this goes to a lot of people who have very shallow relationships. So it's not like... I don't think it's always shallow relationships. I think it's shitty human beings. Well, I'm just saying like like you, for example. I've known you forever. You have like a thousand ways to contact me. I'm pretty sure you have my address. So I keep the doors locked. But like... I would not ghost you. Because it's douchey. Well, yeah. But I mean, like, we're friends. We would talk it out. We've known each other long enough to be like, okay, I pissed you off. Gonna find a way to send you flowers or just <laughs> to the desk. You have never you sent shit. me flowers. Today's the day. <laughs> Whatever. It'll be on next week's episode. Don't worry. It'll be hilarious. What series was I talking about before that? Um, yeah. No. Shallow thing. So, right. I won't ghost you because we're friends and we have actual human conversations because we're people before Facebook ruled the world. But it's not like a lot of people, what I think it is like, I met you on Tinder two days ago. We're hanging out, whatever happens. It's not really happening. We get busy. And rather than invest the, hey, I know you've had a busy week. How have you been? Want to hang out this weekend? They're just like, "Mm, move on to the next one. Okay, well, I've never had Tinder, so I don't know if that's a thing. But that is not the only place ghosting is. There are people that have had serious, long-term relationships and then just stop talking to people. Listen, I know your power is not out. No matter what your excuse is, it is not okay. Be a grown-ass man and be like, look, this isn't working anymore. I don't want to be with you. Okay, cool. A normal human being can be like, that's fine. You've been kind of an asshole anyway. But if you just stop talking to somebody, that's fucked up. No, absolutely. And it's probably even worse in a long-term relationship, which makes people think it's one of those, like, I cleaned your bank account out, all your furniture's gone, house is for sale, welcome home. And you just come back from work and you're like, uh-oh. Like, that is probably the time that you would ghost, but I think that's usually called it. I mean, like, I've been years. ghosted. I've been ghosted like that after years together. You got ghosted after a years-long relationship? 
after, yeah, after years together, just stop talking. It's shitty. It's stupid. Don't do it. It hurts. It doesn't feel good. And it's not nice. And just for anybody else who may be, have been ghosted or may be getting ghosted, it says nothing about the person being ghosted. It is everything about the person ghosting. They have some serious emotional intelligence issues and it's all on them. It has nothing to do with the people being ghosted. Just the record, that was not me. I was not the years long ghosting person. I mean, you friend ghosted me, but that was because you were married to some bitches. Ooh. And our listenership's going to spike a thousand percent because someone's going to suggest that shit as an episode. Y'all ain't ready. I've had some crazy shit. No, someone actually once told me to write a book. Maybe I should do that. No, but um, yeah. No, I'm just I'm talking curious. about somebody who does not have the balls to break up or end a relationship and just is like, you know what? I'm just not going to talk to them. I'm going to look at them calling me. I'm going to not answer it. And I'm not going to care, even though I know that it is killing them and hurting them. And I don't give a shit because I'm so preoccupied with myself that I think I'm the only person that matters because they're not good at humaning. Refer to And if you don't have the balls to break up with somebody, you shouldn't be in a relationship to begin with. You make a fair point. I was going to say refer back to the narcissist piece there. Yeah, it's just the ultimate sign of immaturity. If you ever cared about somebody at all, then you should have the respect to break up with them to their face. I can't send an email? No. No email, no text message. Your parents can't break up for you. Nothing. You need to do it. (laughs) We need to address that. Parents? You've had someone's parents break up with you before? I had somebody sit at my bar one time and tell me how when he was deployed, his mom had a power of attorney and his mom divorced his wife. Wait, wait, wait. The husband wanted to stay with the wife. The mom divorced the wife or the husband. While he was deployed. Did they get remarried when he got back? Yeah. And then he made his mom pay all her medical bills that whole time that she didn't know she was divorced. Damn. Yeah. All right, folks. Don't... uh, don't mess, don't mess with the uh, marriage and insurance. But also case. just don't be a dick. Oh, that was my whole life plan. Seek help. I will link in the show notes how to find a good psychiatrist. Psychiatrist or psychologist? Both. Which one gives you medicine? Psychiatrist. Or you just drink heavily, whatever. It's cheaper. <laughs> it's really not. It's more fun, too. You ever, you ever try to play pool in a psychiatrist's office? They don't like it very much. Actually, I have. Well, now I'm jealous. They just told me I was dumb a lot. Not like, un, well, I was saying not unintelligent. Not like I had an intelligence problem. Just, wow, you made a lot of unwise decisions. Yeah. You think? I, I thought I came here to talk to you about all the good things I did. Um, yeah, okay, so... After I seek help, which we'll go into this next one, not spending time with people. Uh, So there can be a lot of reasons to cut down on spending time with people, but not spending any time at all with people that you value is not okay. Sounds a lot like you're just too lazy to ghost people. (laughs) Well, I mean, Mm. I don't think it's about being too lazy to ghost people. That's pretty lazy to ghost someone. But like, if somebody is important to you, you should spend time with them. Well, Absolutely. Like, first of all, if somebody never had time to spend time with you, how would you feel? I would feel pretty sad. No, but it's like, it's always good to have people to spend time with. No, people are very social creatures, and we get lonely a lot. 
I don't know. I mean, that's this almost feels like family ghosting. Family ghosting, like in a relationship where you still want to be in that relationship, but you just can't have the effort to spend time with somebody. Like, I don't care if you don't like watching that stupid show. If it makes somebody else happy, sit the fuck down and watch the stupid show. Well, I did, but then everyone looked at me funny because I was talking to myself. Eat dinner at a table with somebody and have a damn conversation. No, I mean, it's definitely nice. And I like the things that I've heard about, like, where people will go out with friends. Everyone stacks their phone up in the middle. And whoever pulls their phone first has to buy. You'd be in trouble then, huh? No. No, because you'd be looking on your watch. You'd be like, hold on. I'll put my watch on the table, too. Whatever. That's another thing. Stop being on your phone 24-7. Stop. Do you see all those people around you? They're real-life human beings. I feel like you were calling me out on that one. No, I'm serious. All these people are real-life human beings, and while you're sitting there playing some dumbass game on your phone or scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or texting God knows who, and everybody around you is sitting there like, hey, it sure would be nice to hang out with you when you could be present in the moment. You're going to look up from your phone one day and ain't nobody going to be there. And there's going to be nobody to be mad at but yourself. I'm feeling even more sad on this. No, I mean, I spend a lot of time on my phone, especially for work, because it's the easiest way for people to go, hey, remember that thing I forgot to ask you eight hours ago? I'm going to ask you now at nine o'clock at night. Right, but if somebody's trying to have dinner with you, do you stare at your phone the whole time? No. If you're sitting somewhere and somebody's trying to talk to you, do you just stare at your phone like, oh my God, this is so important. No, I'm listening to you. No, bitch, you're not. Look at me in my eyeballs. Now you're listening to me. Ain't nobody paying attention to you while they're playing some stupid ass game on their phone or looking for hot bitches on Instagram or whatever people do. You're looking for hot bitches on Instagram? <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, I don't care. If that phone means that much to you, then hang out with your phone. Stop trying to hang out with me if you're just going to stare at your phone the whole time. No, you make a great point. Like, people have become social media zombies. And that's the one that pisses me off more, which I think you hit on, actually. It was when people will be sitting across the table from you, but then checking their Facebook for everyone else. Like, that Facebook post will be there when you get home. Right. I'm sorry. Am I not entertaining enough for you? Because if I'm not, you also need to seek help. Because if I can't entertain somebody, you have some serious issues with your brain. Because I can be pretty damn entertaining. (laughs) I will vouch for that one. You are pretty damn entertaining. I'm just saying, like, that's also hurtful, and it's shitty, and you just shouldn't do that. I don't want to see the top of your head while you stare at your phone while we hang out or spend time together. Get out of here with that shit. Get bent. No. 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 (laughs) But I have a really good shiny top of my head, though. Maybe you like staring. I'm just saying, like, get the hell out of your phone. No. Look at the world around you. Appreciate people around you. See things. Do things. It is not normal to only pay attention to your phone and not pay attention to the people around you that are actual real-life people trying to be have serious time with you while you're like, oh, this person on Facebook did something cool. I'm going to like it. Get a life. No, I, I completely agree. Like, I like the connection piece of Facebook to, like, reconnect with little friends you've kind of fallen out with. You can't find their phone number. You find them through someone else. Like, it's like... The 85 degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like, you can always find somebody you've been looking for. But yeah, I definitely hate when people do that while they're sitting next to Yeah, pay attention to me. Don't pay attention to your stupid phone. Yeah. Otherwise, why don't you ask your phone to go out to dinner next time? Hey, phone will go out to dinner. I mean, what you do between you and your phone is between you and your phone. <laughs> I think my phone ghosted me. It's <laughs> a real problem. <laughs> 
Basically, social media is the devil. Except for if you're following uh, Chloe's questions on Instagram or Twitter, because we don't have very many friends, y'all. I'm so <laughs> Get us some friends. Get on there subscribe. Tell your friends about us. And again, again. I and then pay it. attention to your friends and not our Instagram. We will be there later when you are not sitting there eating dinner with your friends. Yeah. Talk to people about Instagram. And then when you're done talking to people, do the thumb clickety-clackety on Instagram. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. Retweet <laughs> some stuff. Do it for the gram. But yeah, tell your friends. Give us some interesting things to talk about. Or the next one. There you go. See that segue? See that segue with your friends? Defining your entire life by your job. Totally. Don't do that. This. Uh, being a, That's not normal. No, it's not. Being a workaholic or defining your identity by your job. I feel like it's been happening for a while. It is, but it's still not normal. That's not okay. What are you going to do if you don't have that job anymore? Get rehired to the next Taco Bell. No, I mean, I think a lot of people actually have like midlife crises over this kind of shit. Like, right, or spiral into a deep depression or everything else because they define their whole life by their job. You work to live. You do not live to work. No, no. Healthily, yeah, absolutely. What's so special about your job that it validates you in places that other parts of your life should be validating you? I mean, nothing really, I guess. I mean, even my job, like I love my job and I like doing my job. But I think mine for a long time, it just took up so much of my time that it became the thing. And it wasn't until I finally got like burnt out and realized like no matter how much I give, it's always going to want more and it never stops. And I was losing a lot of other stuff. So then. I mean, I have been guilty of being a workaholic. I work hard on things that are important to me and I work a lot, but I also know where the line is to be like, listen, I have friends, I have family, I have my mental health to worry about. My entire life is not defined by my job or I would be in a corner crying right now with everything that has happened to my job in the last six months. How did you find that line? What? Like, I feel like you, you have a much better method or experience where did you find a line to be like this is the most i will let work happen all this is when i lost other parts of my life because work was more important than them so to all the workaholics out there look around see who's not there you probably work too much you probably do and you should not make people feel like they are second place to your job you are not going to have your job forever you're not I don't care if you work that career your entire life. One day, eventually, that job is going to end. And your family or your relationship or your spouse or whatever that has been there the whole time being in the back of the importance line in your life now does not all of a sudden going to be there to take up all that time because they're going to be like, look, for the last 20 freaking years, you told me I wasn't as important as texting your people on Slack on your phone because they're so important because work is so special. Then nobody's going to really care as much. And you're going to be like, oh, well, why aren't you there for me when I want you? Well, because you haven't been for 20 fucking years. You teach somebody to live without you. You can't be mad at them for living without you. What if I don't teach them to live without me? Then don't ignore them because that's what ignoring people does. It teaches them to live without you and not need you and be able to do things just fine on their own. So if you don't want somebody to be able to be just fine on their own, don't teach them how to be just fine on their own. Don't show them that life is fine without you. Fair point. And what the hell is going on in the rest of your life that you are trying to hide from that you are just burying in work anyway? Because nobody just starts out 
thinking work is the best thing of the world. I mean, I thought work was pretty awesome for a while. And you weren't trying to hide from anything else in your life? At the beginning, though, I think in the beginning it was just everything was bright and shiny and new. Yeah, I can't say that it always stayed that way. There were a lot of times later in life, you know, when you hit that part where you should have burned out already and like balanced and learned to be like, I'm going home. It's noon. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, I think I spent a lot of long nights at work and maybe. And there's nothing wrong with loving your job and loving your career and putting a lot of effort into it. Like I said, I do that too, but you cannot have that be the only thing that matters in your life or you're going to be in trouble one day when it's not there anymore. Yeah, see, we're getting that stuff I told you was going to make me sad. Life is a balancing act. I got you. Yeah, so into the part about hiding from everything. Sometimes you have to know that it's okay to not be okay. So people feel like they have to be perfect and everything is okay all the time. And it's just not reality, is it? And that's bullshit. It's okay to not be okay. What's not okay is not seeking help and moving past not being okay. Hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. If I ask you how you're doing, do not tell me fine if you are not fine. How am I supposed to know you are not okay if you tell me you're okay? I'm not Miss Cleo. So can we pass this to every... I think women are more guilty of this. I think everybody is just as equally as guilty. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But it's just, hey, are you okay? I'm fine. And then be like, well, why did you come save me? Like, you told me to be fine. No, but I mean. I'm just talking in general. Like, hey, man, how's it going? Oh, it's good. Don't tell me that if it's not good. If something is wrong, if you're having a shitty day, tell me. Like, if I walk past you, like, hey, dude, how's it, how's it going? Oh, it's really shitty. You know, I had a flat tire this morning, and then I spilled coffee all over myself. I'll be like, damn, dude, that sucks. Do you want a donut? Like, for real. Don't be like, yeah, everything's great, and it's not great. Don't lie. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lead with. Do you have donuts right now? Not at the moment. Damn it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> no, and I think you're you're definitely right. That people, I don't know. I I catch myself doing this quite often. Uh, and on that, don't ask if somebody's okay if you don't care. If you do not care how their life is going, don't say, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Say, "Hey," and keep walking. No. Because it's not normal to answer with wrong answers just because it's the polite thing to do. No. Do not ask me if I'm okay if you do not care because I'm going to answer you. And do not tell me you're okay if you're not because I'm going to get mad at you for not telling me you're okay because how am I supposed to know that? I'm not Miss Cleo. I'm just Courtney and I just ask questions. So I ask you a question answer honestly. So this is the part where you get mad because I think I've told you I'm fine before. Maybe not those exact words, but I think you're like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, that's ah, good. Hanging in there. Yeah, but I can tell when you're full of shit, and I'll tell you that, too. Then Morgan Freeman comes out of nowhere, and he was not good. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know you usually call me out, and I don't, I don't know how you figure it out, because you won't even call me. Just, because I've known you for more than 20 years. You look at the text messages for like 10 seconds, and you're like, hmm, his speech pattern's altered. What's wrong? I'm fine, I'm fine. You're a fucking liar. What's wrong with you? I will drive there and beat your ass. Okay. I had a flat tire. <laughs> But it's okay, because you've definitely fined me before. On several occasions. That's not telling you I'm fine. That's just saying fine. Like, I'm pissed off at you. Fine. Period. Slam. No. That's it. Done. Mm, how are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. I think I think okay might be yours. I think it was okay. Then I probably legitimately am just okay. 
Oh, no. Because I'm telling you, if you ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. So don't ask me a question you don't want the answer to. If you say, Courtney, how are you doing? And I'm having a crappy ass day. I'll be like, today fucking blows. Oh, no, no. You gave me the okay. Anytime you give me a response less than 10 words, something ain't right, which is why I call it. Not true. Sometimes I'm just working. No, yeah. I mean, there are times that you do that. But if I get like three of those in a row or you don't come out of nowhere randomly somewhere between 30 and 73 minutes later and blah, 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 blah. Like, here's what I was working on and I don't get that and then I know something's up. <laughs> that's what I'm calling you. But even more than just the, hey, are you okay, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay to have anxiety. It's it's okay. It's not okay to just live like that. Like, there's nothing wrong with therapy. Then, even more than that, there's nothing wrong with not liking your therapist and getting a new one. And then a new one. Four or five times. It takes a long time sometimes to find the right one. But it is not okay to just assume that you're supposed to be fine and not get help. But it is okay to not be okay. I think guys have a hard time with that. Well, maybe that's something guys should work on then because it's not okay to... (sighs) No, there is something wrong with letting yourself get worse and getting more depressed or whatever because of pride, okay? If you had some sort of ailment on your body that was just disgusting and like oozing pus and all this gross shit would you go to the doctor and get it fucking fixed well yeah it's probably so then why do you not take your mental health that seriously Mm, i don't know culture well i'm telling you that's what i'm trying to say this is not normal and we need to stop pretending that it is i've got a good word for this i saw something talking about uh how it proves like men's mental health is not taken seriously in America. And it had the meme of Will Smith. You saw this on, on Facebook, didn't you? It actually said that. I mean, I'm not reading any deeper to that. I mean, no, I'm saying you saw this meme on Facebook, didn't you? Well, where else do you get dank memes? Anyways. um, Do not ever say that again. (laughs) I did it for you. (laughs) Gotta keep it popping. Okay. I'm not saying that again. Ever get either. (laughs) No, but it definitely oh it definitely Lord. led me into a way of like the man's literally listening to this crazy thing while someone's smiling and their his eyes are welling red, like tears rolling down his face, and everyone's like, "Oh, look at this!" And it's one of those things, like, and and again, it's not just men; it's everybody. But it's one of those things, like for some reason, unless there's something the observer gets out of it, it's like they don't want to hear about your problem. They want you to. Be- well, that's because people are selfish and only give a shit about themselves but i don't think that everybody feels that way watching a man cry is one of the hardest things for me because dudes just spend so much time trying to be like so strong and nothing bothers me and then when they do cry i'm like oh my god how do i fix it you know how men feel when women cry that's how i am when men cry like how do i fix it how do i make it stop oh my god But it's not fair to say that, oh, because you're a dude, get over it. No, don't. Like, work through it, please. Stop being an asshole to everybody around you because you just disassociated yourself from all your emotions. Don't do that. It's not good. It's not good. And it leads bad places. I'm never an asshole to anybody. I'm a bottler. Yeah, that's not good. Bottle that. That is not okay. Why? Not okay, because one day that bottle's going to explode and Lord help whoever is around you. And I feel like it's going to be me that takes the brunt of all that shit. And I'm just going to cry and it's just going to be bad. 
we're both going to end up in a mental hospital. Like a delicious champagne bottle, right? And just cork pop. Gosh. Yeah, no, that's why you don't bottle shit up. But champagne is delicious. Not it's really. Cool TV. No, it's not really good. Mimosas, though. That's just champagne and orange juice. I know. It's the best way to drink orange juice. Just dawned on me. That's a weird conundrum. That I wouldn't say anything because of my pride, but you wouldn't help me because of your like selfish desire to not have to deal with my problems. Or nobody knows about your problem because you say that there's nothing wrong and then you're mad that nobody's there to help you after you said nothing was wrong, so how is anybody supposed to know? I don't know. I'm fine. You're not funny. <laughs> there we go. All right, I got to lighten the mood. It got really heavy there for a second. Anyways. Um, all right, so it leads us into the next one, right? So following the pride, not saying you're sorry. A lot of people don't say they are sorry ever. Uh, they will try and show you that they are sorry, but they won't actually say it. What's the deal with that? Are y'all just allergic to the word sorry? Do you think it's going to taste bad? What is it? Are you afraid that saying so you're sorry makes you weak? I need to know. I need to know what is so damn hard about saying I'm sorry. I think sometimes saying you're sorry means you have to admit you were wrong. Like, I will make it up to you, which makes us on good terms, but to say that I'm sorry means that I have to admit 100% that I'm wrong. Well, sometimes that happens. Even I've been wrong once or twice. I'm sorry, one more time? Everybody knows I say I've been wrong once or twice. Doesn't happen often, but sometimes I'm wrong. A few more times than that, but okay. <laughs> okay yeah, probably, but don't. You're going to ruin my street cred, okay? Hashtag Avenge. <laughs> I got to plug that hashtag. It's going to take off. But yeah, no, I, I think that's what a lot of it is. Well, I think that that's obnoxious. Like, why? Ugh, just, oh, my gosh. Let me tell you, okay, knowing you're wrong and apologizing or apologizing because you value the relationship with the other person or the other person's feelings does not make you weak. It does not make it a bad thing or anything. Being afraid to admit you're wrong makes you weak. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's definitely a pride thing, too. Well, get your head out of your ass and say you're sorry. Like, what matters more, being right in an argument or... Moving past it and having a relationship, a friendship, uh, anything with somebody. What is more important to you? Because if being right is wrong, you have no, is what matters the most. You have no business being in a damn relationship or even being a friend to begin with. You got shit to work on. Isn't there an old saying that follows that? Kind of, do you want to be right or be married? I don't know. Have you heard that? I think it's really, but I think it definitely goes back to the whole thing. It's like, what's more important? Yeah, you make a great point there. I say I'm sorry when I'm wrong. I do too. Sometimes. I do it half the time, sometimes in the middle of being wrong. Which is only three or four times. Once in a while. Not very often. Probably on your 27th birthday. So <laughs> Shut up. I'm 32. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. You see a burst of oh my goodness. Uh, so, not allowing people to think differently than you. So this goes back to the cancel culture, cancel culture, constables, right? Sorry, cancel, cancel culture, constables. Whew, that's going to be a really nice hashtag on that shirt. But in general, it's, uh, it's not normal to think that everyone has to think, feel, and believe the same thing as you. 
Yes, men are bad. Nobody said that. No, I'm saying if everyone thinks, feels, and believes the same thing, like, it's that whole thing of anyone who is not a yes man must be against you, when in reality they just have a different viewpoint. I still just don't understand why we can't appreciate people's differences and learn from other ways of thinking. They don't have any people skills. Well, do I need to link a book for everybody who knows people with no people skills so that they can just be like, here, I got you a present and learn how to have emotional intelligence and just not be an asshole? Do you think there's a book on Amazon called How to Not Be an Asshole? Because if there is, it'll be linked in our show notes. I truly think there is, actually. And there's probably How Not to Be an Asshole for Dummies. (laughs) Um, I was going to say just post the, like, here's the steps to deactivate because they're not going to cancel it, right? We're not canceling all social media things, right? But just take a break. Like, here's how you deactivate all your accounts. Leave them off for a week. See if you feel better. If you do, maybe you leave them off for a while. I got rid of Facebook in 2011, and I felt great. I know. You still haven't accepted my friend request? Because I don't have Facebook. I know. I'm kidding. I didn't send you a friend request. And you know what else I just don't get? (laughs) Seriously. Seriously, what? What else do you not get? How are people so damn sure that they are right and that nobody should think anything differently than the way they think? How do they know that they're not the ones that are wrong? Narcissism? Or it goes back to kind of a selfish pride thing, though. Like, if I am wrong, somehow I'm less, so I have to be right all the time. The worst people, though, are the ones that know they're wrong and then parade around like they're right anyway. That's obnoxious. That should be a disorder. Asshole always right to ism. Ism. <laughs> That's some isms on it. Yeah, I need to know why nobody has stood up and said, yo, these behaviors are not freaking normal. Stop acting like this. Stop treating it like it's normal. Stop treating it like it's okay. Why has nobody done that? It's a mob mentality. If you want to be cool, you got to be included. Now, what gets me is how some... Must be why I'm not cool then, huh? You can be in my mob. It's not a very... I don't want to be one. I'm just saying this shit is not okay. <laughs> It's okay if you have a different opinion. I'll just tell you I'm fine and stop off. <laughs> no, I, I definitely think this goes back because like you look at all the stuff with, uh, I don't know, like I'd say the worst one right now is probably like people are kind of like super liberal leftist kind of. is like you see like a group of a thousand people who all say the same thing. And then as soon as like five of them are like, yeah, but we think about that thing this way. They're like, oh, you're the devil. And I think it's just no one wants to stand out from the crowd. So as soon as the crowd kind of grumbles an opinion, everyone just takes it as gospel. Well, that's obnoxious. Social media. And why does everyone keep allowing people to trash people and ruin lives because they think or feel differently than you do? Narcissism? I don't have the same answer. I'm just saying, the whole cancel culture and you act like it's all this important thing and this person's so terrible and you make it such a big deal. These people cannot, they lose jobs. They cannot get another job, anything. Why is that okay? Because I guarantee you, everybody has messed up and said something or done something stupid at some point in their life. Like the whole social justice warrior thing. Like I think that's what that goes back to. I got rid of this just person to cancel, because cancel now culture. they're off of TV. I could tell my friends that I helped this movement to get this actor actress out of Hollywood because they said this thing I didn't like 20 years ago which is stupid it's obnoxious cancel cancel yeah I'm gonna be a cancel culture constable 
coming for you, cancel culture. We're going to old school Billy Club, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> and my same question that got me from the beginning that had this whole topic today with the things that are not normal. Why can people just not appreciate other people for who they are and not who you want them to be? If somebody asks a lot of damn questions, appreciate that. You know what? If you wonder something, I bet you can go ask the girl who asks a lot of questions and she'll probably have an answer for you. <gasps> who would that be? Well, I'm sure I'm not the only person that asks a crap ton of questions. But why can't you appreciate people for who they are? No, I have to know. Why do you have to make people be who you want them to be or behave the way you want them to behave or talk the way you want them to talk like why can't you be like you know what i don't want somebody who acts just like me because this is not the stepford wives that shit's creepy and i appreciate that this person asks a butt ton of questions if i want to know the truth of something i'm gonna be like hey did you hear about that and ask the question person or that this person makes notes of everything because then the question person could always go to the person who makes all the notes and be like hey what happened at two o'clock last tuesday and you know why can't you appreciate people for their differences because then I have to accept that not everyone agrees with me all the time. And how <laughs> effing boring would it be if everyone did? Oh, no. I would not want to date me with long hair. No. I wouldn't like me if I wasn't me. Well, thank goodness you're you. I know. I like me. I think I'm pretty cool. But if I wasn't me, I'd probably <laughs> think I was obnoxious because I ask a lot of questions. Do you now? <laughs> Occasionally. Uh so now we've kind of got some of your questions out of the way, and I can't wait to see if anybody, like a therapist, jumps in the comments for these. <laughs> I would love five- for him too. Please answer my questions seriously. With a five star review. With a five star review, of course. Or on the website. Ooh, oh, good point. Or on the website. I bet you can't guess the name. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> so we've asked a bunch of questions. I know that sometimes you have answers too. So what do you have for us this week? Well, it's some behavioral psychology-ish answers for this week to kind of keep with the thing. So our first answer is for what normal behavior is. So technically, normal behavior is defined by being sociocultural accepted in the culture that the person lives in. So maybe we should have called this episode, that isn't okay. Not That's not normal. Yeah. Yeah. The new normal is coming. It's not good. <laughs> but... People between the ages of 18 and 33 are the most stressed in the world. After 33, stress levels tend to reduce. Personally, I think that's because when you that's when you stop giving a damn. But is that what happens? So I need another birthday, and it'll it'll settle in, and I'll... I th- I think I mean definitely my 30s have been better than my 20s, and I just really stopped caring what other people think. What other people think about me is none of my business. So well, that definitely is not my mindset when I was in my 20s. So maybe that's why I'm less stressed now. I wasn't in a lot of your 20s. That's probably why. <laughs> you weren't in my 20s because, again, you had some bitchy uh, ex-wives. Oh, uh, yeah. Well. Just speaking the truth. <laughs> well, I'm here now and doing a podcast <laughs> with you. Yeah, and Lord help you if you disappear again because of some crazy woman because all the hashtag defend Jayers are going to be like, um, Jay, where you at? And you'd be like, oh, I can't talk to Courtney on the podcast anymore because my girlfriend's crazy. That's going to be hashtag defund Jay. <laughs> Ooh. 
But money spent on experiences instead of things will always hold a greater value to you. Yeah, I could go for a vacation right now. Well, sorry. We're still in a pandemic. No vacations allowed. Whatever. (laughs) Feeling ignored. And this goes towards ghosting. Okay, so all you ghosters listening, stop being a D-bag. And whoever you ghosted, just text them and tell them that you were a D-bag and you're sorry. And I'll forgive you. Not just me. Everybody. Okay, so feeling ignored causes the same chemical effect in your brain as an actual injury does. Now, what kind of injury are we talking here? Like a broken arm. Damn. Well, last time I broke my arm, it didn't really hurt. I mean, I didn't know mine was broken, but I'm saying an actual painful injury. (laughs) The same chemicals. And do you remember that when my arm got broken in junior high because that girl pulled, twisted it and pulled me across desks? I had like a handprint bruise. Yeah, that was a crazy time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway, I didn't know mine was broken for like two days. Make all kinds of friends back in junior high. (sighs) That girl was like the town bully and you know it. Ugh. Uh, she has some answers and some sass today. Uh, I told you when we started recording, I'm in a mood. So some people are actually afraid of being happy because of the fear that something tragic might happen next. Well, yeah, that's the worst feeling ever. Like something good happens, you're like, yeah. And then like as soon as you get the good news, the bad news happens. And you're just like, uh. But you can't stop yourself from being happy because something bad might happen. Well, everything's just mediocre. It's less sad. No bad news. Just mixed success. No. No. <laughs> no. Being able to instantly. Okay. First of all, mm-hmm. note this one, y'all. Being able to instantly respond with sarcasm to a silly question is a sign of a healthy brain. So, Jay, we got healthy brains. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of sarcasm going on. Um, <laughs> the fact that we just talked about you in a healthy brain <laughs> Your body reacts to everything your mind says. So if you're super negative all the time, your immune system will actually go down and you will feel sick. That's why I just touch the positive side of the battery all the time. Oh my. Not catching no COVID. People who spend more time in the sun are likely to be happier. And sunburned. I'm not sunburned. They're more likely to be sunburned. I'm not. That's because you're like a freak of nature, like <laughs> natural sunscreen in your skin or something. I go outside. I have two shades, folks. If you see me with a tan, it's because I literally just got through a burn. No one has seen white. you, Jay. You won't take a picture for our website. Ugh. I'll take a picture. Oh, my goodness. People with low self-esteem are more likely to criticize others. So let's talk about and- you criticize me so much. My self-esteem is fine, and I'm pretty sure everybody who knows me can back me up on that. Oh, so you're just a dick? Sometimes, yes. But people are fast. People that are fascinated by serial killers are better conversationalists. And I'm not really sure why right now while we're recording this, but I will make sure that I know why and link it in our notes on our website. Is because if you go to coesquestions.com slash that's not normal, it'll have all the extra stuff for this episode on it. 
Yeah, I just want to make this extra creepy, and I would not say I'm fascinated by serial killers, but I do watch some of the shows every now and again, because someone would be like, you should watch this! And I literally make a list of, like, they all did all this wrong, I would have done this, and they got away with it. I'm like, wait, why am I planning how to get away with a murder? Yeah, I was with you right up into the making a list of how to do no, it better. No, I'm just saying, like, people watch, like, oh my god, it's so fascinating, they're just crazy, and I'm like, I'm looking at it from, like, the technical aspect, like, had you not done it someplace where you knew there was going to be traffic, had you not left a dirt mound or a way for the dogs to find it, like, there's a lot of things you could have done differently, you probably See. would be out there still killing people. So I'm glad they got caught. I'm not saying I'm happy that serial killers are out there. Just one of the but ones. I'm worse because I have questions. I want to know why they did that. I want to know what made them think that was the best crazy. plan. I want to know why they wanted to do that. I want to know what made them feel like that was going to be it. I need to know the whys behind things. Well, there probably are some wives behind things. and then Not wives. Why? They're probably in the dirt, too, because a lot of them kill their spouses first. She's the practice round. Oh, my goodness. But I think that is all the time we have for today. <laughs> so thank you so much for hanging out with us while we talked about hot wings not being a meal, narcissists being narcissists, and things that should stop being normalized. If you have answers to any of my questions that went unanswered today or have some killer questions of your own, please head over to our Twitter at Coey's Questions and let us know. Especially the therapists that want to help us fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we have issues, but it's okay because I'm fine. <laughs> and since you enjoyed hanging out with us this week, right? So don't forget to give us that fifth star, subscribe, punch all the follow, like, retweet, whatever social media buttons are out there. I don't know. I don't social media well. But yeah. Leave that fifth star, and I'm going to keep talking about Tiger of the Gold Leash until someone does it, because it's going to be hilarious. Oh, my goodness. And we will be back next Tuesday to hang out, question everything, and maybe learn something along the way. (laughs) 